find books to get to their hearts. Well, here host me. It's Ariel and me, Raylene. Gosh, guys, we're in the same room today. This is crazy. It never happens. <laughs> um, today we're doing a very special episode. We are going to be doing the rushing to read book tag, which uh, we developed. <laughs> We've created this guy <laughs> um, to go along with the reading rush. So we wanted to do a special episode for it because I don't know. We just thought it'd be fun. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited. I think this will be a good time. Um, yeah, I feel like tags translate really well to the podcast, so. Yeah, which one? We did one of the tags. Animal tag. Crossing tag. Yes. And that we, was so fun. So I think yeah. that's why we're doing this, because it's... It was a good time, and ever since we did that other one, do. I was like, God, we gotta do another one. Yeah. Uh, my chair is really squeaky, and you're gonna hear it. I'm gonna apologize in advance, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna move on. So, let's start. Gosh, I gotta get my answers. It really squeaks. You can already hear the squeaks. <laughs> Getting off to a great start here. So Raylene and I, it's uh, it's Sunday. It's the day before the reading rush starts. Yeah. So the reading rush is starting tomorrow. Um, wow. A little nerves. I've got nerves. <laughs> I'm excited. I just hope that it all goes well and that everyone's having fun. I don't know when this episode's going to come out. No, exactly. It could so. be weeks after. <laughs> Who knows? It's irrelevant now. Um, but yes, we're going to, we were just coloring. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid sentence that is. <laughs> We were just coloring um, in the reading journal because we did merch this year for the reading rush, and one of them, the one of the things you could get is a reading journal, and we have a coloring page in it because we thought it would be fun to like give people stuff to do to take a break from reading, like intentionally not read. Yeah. Um, and so we were both just sitting here coloring, and Raylene was like, "Should we like be productive?" And we were like, "You know what? That's a good point. We did have something that we needed to do, and then, <laughs> this is that thing. So <laughs> that thing. So let's uh, let's." We're really proud of this tag, so let's get into it. Yep. Uh, the questions we're pretty proud of. So question number one, um, the warm-up. A book that stretches your mind. Whoa. I remember Raylene thought of this one, and we were, <laughs> we were like, yep. Yeah, we really it. just jumped onto like the idea of it being a race. Like it's and and yes. that's what all the questions you'll see are based on. And I feel like we came up with really genius questions. I'm pretty proud of the theme. <laughs> we got a theme and we stuck to it well. It's the best thing we've ever created. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what did you pick for a book that really stretched your mind? Okay, this one I went with. I th I figured I should pick a book that is completely you know things that I don't think about on the on a daily basis. So reading yeah. about it really stretched my mind. And that was stamped from the beginning by Ibram X. Kennedy. A perfect. And relevant choice. Yeah, relevant and also recent read. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, it just, there was so much information in there. Like I've talked about, it was like too much information almost where like I know I'll have to revisit that book and take mm -hmm. notes because there was so much information going into my brain. So like it stretched my brain um, and it, my brain can stretch even more by reading right. it again. So I feel like it's <laughs> the perfect choice for me. Wow. No, that does sound perfect actually. Um, I picked a book that I've talked about too many times. Okay. It is So You've Been Publicly ah. Shamed. <laughs> By John Ron. I thought about picking that one and I was like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I I know. I know, guys. You've heard me talk about it a million times. But I remember especially when I first read it, which was a few years ago before I've, I'd really read any other books about the internet. It really opened my mind to how we use the internet and how we treat each other online and what we could be doing online and, totally. and what different ways are of doing things online and also like just hearing about the crazy stories of the different things that he's hunting down like because yeah. it's like an investigative journalist look at this whole thing mm -hmm. it it did i think it really did stretch my mind um 
Yeah, because it makes you think about something that you may not have thought about before, which yeah. is like how crazy the internet really can be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really need to reread that Me book. Me too, actually. All right, the next question. The start line. Okay, so you've, you've warmed up, you stretched your <laughs> mind, you're now standing at the start line. The question is, what's a book that you started but never finished? I love this question. This is great. We're going to say this every time, but I love <laughs> yeah. this question. Um, I have a lot of a lot for these, but I figured I should maybe talk about one that is like controversial that I started and didn't. I decided to do the same thing. Yeah. Literally, guys, we just sat here like an hour ago and I read the questions out loud and then we would secretly write down our <laughs> answers. So we did not I discuss it all. We were like no. very private and quiet about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's cool. I did yeah. the same thing. I picked a controversial one. I actually one. kind of picked two for this one, but the first one is probably more controversial, and that is Throne of Glass by <gasps> Sarah J. Mass. That is the most controversial thing you've ever said. I know, and, and the worst you've part- just lost us so many subscribers. <laughs> I am so not interested in Sarah J. Mass. I'm just putting that out there. I read A Court of Thorns and Roses. Really? Shut up. And I didn't like it! <laughs> all of the YA listeners have literally cancelled this podcast. We can't all like the same books, folks. But yeah, Throne of Glass, I read like maybe 15 pages. That's what's so crazy oh, about wow. this, is I just started it and was like, I'm so bored. Did you have the original cover? That really... No, I had the paperback. Okay. So like okay. the original. Because I remember that original cover was. I never not picked it up when it good. had that cover. As soon as okay. it came out in paperback, I was like, "Oh, that actually does look cool. Right. <laughs> I'll give it a try." You did exactly what the publisher <laughs> yeah. hoped you would do. But then I didn't read the book. Um, the other one I wanted to mention for this is, I think, really good because I read about seventy-five percent of it before I gave up. Oh. And that God. is "Before I Fall" by Lauren Oliver. <laughs> one of your most hated books. One of, of my all. most hated books. I got so mad at this book that I physically threw it on the, onto the floor. And I've never done that before, before or since. Um, I just got so fed up because it's just the same thing repeating and it's all about people bullying each other. And I was like, this isn't fun to read. I hate this. I hate the main character and it's just repetitive. Mm. And I'm sure like I could predict where it was going to go, you know, because I could right. tell what kind of story it was going to be. Totally. So I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I'm done! And I threw it down. So, yeah, those are probably my two most controversial, well, not finished books. As the listeners of the podcast will know, I don't finish any of the books that I start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I also like you, like you said, I tried to pick one that was a little controversial, mm-hmm. and that's Paper Towns. So this is actually really controversial. I don't know why I'm whistleblowing myself on this one. It's fine. But it was for a live show with a bunch of friends. Were you in that live show? I was. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone had finished it because you're all good. And, and we all <laughs> like the book, to be fair. Yeah. And I was just not enjoying it. And I really like John Green's books. Fall in Our Stars is great. Looking for Alaska is fantastic. And Turtles All the Way Down I really love. But I've also read a few of his books that I didn't connect with, yeah. like Will Grayson, Will Grayson, and Paper Towns. And I actually finished Will Grayson, Will Grayson, but I really didn't like it. And Paper Towns, I just didn't finish. And I so feel I, like if you read An Abundance of Catherines, you might have the same experience, because that one is just, like, less good. Yeah. So I remember I showed up to that live show, and you guys were like, did you finish it? And I was like, no. And you guys were like, ah! But didn't you pretend that you did, like, for the live for, show? But, and that's what's controversial. <laughs> On the live show, I, like, kind of pretended that I had finished it. Or or I don't know if I really even, like, said that I finished it. I just acted, like, I'd answer yeah. all the questions yeah, 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 and yeah. stuff. And I just and never mentioned. you didn't say that you had finished it. Exactly. I think that's what I did. You just played it cool. We didn't want to call you that's up. That's exactly so it. I played, played it cool. It cool. Um, the other one that I wanted to mention is one that I've never mentioned before. And I actually have a very, uh, a story. Okay. I have a story for this Of course this you do. Bring it on. <laughs> So this book is called Fragile Beasts by Tawny O'Dell. Have you ever heard of it? 
I maybe, but it not doesn't come to mind. So I don't. I've never heard of it before. Like I've, <laughs> I've never seen anyone talk about this book before. Basically, when I was a lot younger, when I was in like mm-hmm. high school, I went to chapters, and um, I was like, "Wow, really? That's so rude." She just picked up her phone and started doing something. She's looking the book up on Goodreads. This of is course. what Ariel always does, but you just she doesn't. I don't know that it's happening. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I was walking around chapters and I went to the discount section and I saw this book called Fragile Beasts and it was super cheap and it was really beautiful. The cover was really beautiful. I think you were just looking at the paperback cover, which is different. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And so I was like, this sounds really cool. And it was like, you know, $5.99 or something. So I picked it up, brought it home, started reading it. And really, I have a story to tell because this is my first ever mashed potato book. What? I started reading it and I was absolutely loving it. Yeah. I was obsessed with it. I was like, this book is amazing. This book is so beautiful. Wow. I love this book. Yeah. Wow. And then what happened was I, something happened in my life. I don't remember yeah. what, but I couldn't finish it. Oh and I decided, oh, I'll save this for the perfect time. Yeah. And literally now it's been like eight years. Do you still have it? Yeah. Yeah. It just goes, it's right behind you. Oh my God. I like the idea I think about you, starting you didn't it. finish it, but not because you didn't like it, just because of other circumstances. There were other That's circumstances. Totally and then I was like, okay, I'm going to, I want to restart it at a different time. And yeah. now I just, it's been eight years and I carry that book with me everywhere. <laughs> my God. You're going to get a lot of people telling you that you should read it probably. Yeah, for sure. For I sure. wonder if anyone's ever out there who's listening has read that book. Cause it's so obscure. I've never yeah. heard anyone talk about it. It seems super random. Um, okay. So, okay. So the start line, the, the whistle is blown. The next question <laughs> is the sprint, a book you read really quickly. This is cute. Which one did you pick? This one, like, I could have picked anything, but I decided to go with Miracle Creek by Angie Kim. She could have picked anything, folks, because she reads everything quick. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> know what I meant. Oh, my God. I'm being called out. No, I, I'm generally a pretty slow reader. For me, reading something quick just means I sat down and didn't stop reading it, basically. Like, yeah. I sat down and I kept reading it until I was finished. Totally. And for me, that was Miracle Creek. It was just so addictive to me. Mm. Like, I was so interested in it. It's a courtroom drama and there's, like, a crime involved and family drama and, like, secrets and, you know, kind of back and forth timeline storytelling, which I really love. So it was just, like, the perfect book for me in that yeah. moment. And so I flew through it. So even though it's not, like... A super short book by any means but it was like you know normal sized and i read it fast so yeah it was satisfying that is really satisfying yeah. well the one that came to mind for me was just the one where i remember it's the last book i remember staying up really late for to finish and it was literal this. years ago oh never mind it was simon versus the homo sapiens oh, agenda yeah literal years i think it was like 2016 or 17 it was yeah. so long ago but i uh well was it that long ago? i really want to say 2017 2018 yeah. I've lost all track of time. It came out in 2015, so it was sometime after that. It came out in 15? Yeah. It must have been 16 or 17. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's really irrelevant to the story. <laughs> I just remember being really surprised that I liked it as much as I did. Yeah. What happened, I didn't even buy that book. Um, I was sent it by the publisher for a video to do something, like, oh, yeah. or for a photo or something. And it, the, the, the photo or whatever wasn't even about simon oh it was like about books and they just oh, sent me fun. a bunch of their books it was because it, it was like oh yeah i'm trying to remember penguin platform didn't so, did some sort of pride thing oh and they were like hey here are like eight books if you want some we'd love if you'd like post a photo or something like that yeah and i was like oh everyone's always talking about that one i'll, I'll get that yeah. one so i got that one and like one or two others and i like posted a thing so then i had it and i was like 
try reading yeah, it. Yeah, everyone loves seems to love it, and I was so surprised by how much I liked it. Just yeah. because from everything I'd heard, it sounded like very typical YA, mm-hmm. and I was like, I think I'll like it, but I don't think I'll like really. And I think yeah. I gave it like four out of five. Like for yeah. me, it wasn't like perfect or yeah, like but a it's new a favorite, read. but it's really fun. Yeah. And I read it so fast. Like I read the whole thing in two days and just basically two sittings. You yeah. know, like I started it one evening, stayed up really late, and then I finished it the next day. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say Albatross. That was my prediction at the beginning oh, of this. So. Great book. Just so people know what I was thinking. Number four. What? Oh, yes. Marathon. What's your favorite long book? Literally, Raylene, when I read that out loud to Raylene an hour ago or whatever, Raylene was like, oh, which one do I choose? And I literally was like, oh, my God, I don't think I have <laughs> any long books. I could like that I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I ended up doing was I just went on Goodreads and sorted my favorite books by page count so I could find my actual favorite longest book. Amazing. And that book is It by Stephen King. And that's a long and one. And for reference, that, the copy that I read is 1,153 Mine pages. is literally less than half I know, yours. I know. <laughs> I realized that when I wrote down the page count, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, It by Stephen King is by far my favorite book by him, but also really? one of my favorite books ever. Wow. Like, How long did it take you to read it? Uh, Probably like a month. Yeah. It took me a long time, but I binge read the last like 200 pages in one mm. night because I needed to finish it before the reading rush or something. Like there was a reason that I needed to finish it that day. Yeah. Totally. I don't remember what that was, but it was probably something like that. So yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it if, for such wow. a long book. It was never boring. I really loved all the characters. It was like spooky, but not like so scary that I was, you know, I don't really get scared by books very often. So yeah, it's just, I really love that. I really love that story, man. It's really that good. It is a really long good. book. It is a long book. I literally, when I was thinking, I was like, what was really going to pick? I was like, she has so many. Like Priory of the Orange Tree yeah. or like um, the Patrick Rothfuss one. They're yeah. all long. That's what I was going to mention, but then I was like, I have to pick the longest. I don't know why yeah, I decided yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> um, I picked A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Ooh. Court by Mark Twain. It was 504 pages, mm-hmm. which, you know, it is pretty long. It is long. Um, And I don't tend to like long books yeah and i especially don't tend to really like long books right. and i really liked a connecticut yankee yeah. i thought it was so funny and interesting and weird and um i don't know i i remember feeling really invested in the story yeah um even though it was so long Rare. that's a perfect answer all right the next one question five hurdles hmm. okay i'm interested actually what you wrote down for this one yeah what's a book that had ups and downs we realized there was kind of you could have different interpretations totally. of what you mean by ups and downs yeah so what did you pick okay for this one i picked and this is a weird choice i'll admit it <laughs> city of heavenly fire by cassandra okay. claire <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the look in her eyes folks go on there was a fire in my eyes um yeah no this one had many ups and downs like within the plot but also emotionally which is mm. what I'm go- I'm going based on. Yeah. This book I okay, when I read it I took t- like I put post-it notes on a bunch of different parts but I had three different colors. I had one for just general things I enjoyed, okay. one for things that were really funny and made me laugh because okay. those books are notoriously hilarious yeah. and blue ones for every time I cried <laughs> or oh. any sad moment. That I never cry when I read books. Books yeah. can never like have a hard time bringing me to that much emotion. But that book made me cry at least twice. Wow. Like, there was just... That really is ups and downs. It was... I mean, it's a really long book, so it, like, it held so much story for all these characters, and they went through lots of trials and tribulations throughout that book. And it was, like... And I was 
Yeah, I mean, I wasn't even fully, fully invested in that series anymore by the time it came out, but I was like, yeah, I need to know how this story ends, and, like, my man, Simon, he really went through some <laughs> shit in that book, and, um, oh, it really got me, so that one wow. I feel like had lots of ups and downs because of my emotions. <laughs> That's That literally sounds perfect. That's yeah. way better. I had two answers, okay. and I'm not fully convinced by either of okay. them. that's fair. The first one is The Miseducation of Cameron Post. Oh. Just plot-wise, I felt like that really went through ups and downs, yeah. you know? It would be like, things got better, things got worse, things got better, things things got worse um but then the other one i picked was was more like it had one up and one down okay (laughs) and it's uncanny valley by anna wiener which i just read do you remember yeah yeah i like this answer yeah so i just read this book and i was really enjoying the first half and in my opinion it was like yeah this is great so it was going up and then Mm -hmm. the second half was a total decrescendo letdown and it just went back down so it had an up and a down yeah (laughs) one up one down All right, question number six is The Finish Line. Mm. A book you were proud to finish. I actually, this one's my favorite. Oh, I yeah? don't know why. I just think it's kind of a funny, weird question. Yeah, because it's another one that could mean lots of things. Yeah, like, like why were you be proud, proud of because it? it was a long book or proud because you'd meant to read, it, meant it, for to read it for a long ever, time, yeah. which is what I ended up going with. The, okay. one I, the one that I picked is Americana because yeah. that one had been on my TBR the longest and that I read most recently. So it's freshest totally. in my mind is one that I was very proud to read. And I really enjoyed it, but it was also kind of like a slow moving book. So it, by the time I finished it, it felt really good because it was like over 500 yes. pages. And it took me a really long time to read it, even though I was enjoying it. So by the time I got yeah. to the end, I was proud to have gotten through the 500 pages, as well as proud to have finally read that mashed potato book. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I really felt. That's like my exact experience with uh, House of the Spirits. Like, it, I really enjoyed that book. I think it's really good. But also, it was, it did drag for me yeah. like a, for certain moments. And by the time I finally finished, I was like, my God, I feel like I really spent a lot of time with all these people. Yeah. And I felt happy to finish it. Well, the book that I picked, is I picked it for a different reason. <laughs> I picked An Enquiry Concerning Human Understanding by David Hume. It's this old philosophy Mm. book, and it was a hard read. (laughs) Sounds like it. It doesn't, uh, like, who uses an enquiry? It's not even inquiry. It's enquiry. That's not a word we use anymore. Um, Yeah, like I said, it's just this, like, old philosophy book, and god it was like the first book that i had to read for my masters it really mm-hmm. set the tone <laughs> god and i remember being like i remember right now i was like did i finish that book and i went and flipped through it i did i read the whole thing and it's heavily annotated like oh, i wow. really and i was like what you know i'm actually really proud of myself because i remember being challenged by it i yeah. remember being like this is hard to read i was like having to go over p- portions and mm. Google stuff and try and understand philosophical oh. concepts. I'll never forget Hume's fucking fork. But, <laughs> but like all of this stuff was really very difficult and very interesting um, compared to what I usually read, totally. which is just like, you know, literary fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a super good answer. I, I was trying to think of something like that and I like just couldn't because I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, like, I joked to Raylene, I was like, too bad I haven't read Ulysses, because I'd be pretty proud. Or, like, Finnegan's Wake or something. Yeah. Um, okay, gold medal. So you finish the race, <laughs> and we're giving you a gold medal. Mm-hmm. What is the best book you've read during a readathon? Oh, yeah. Also, Raylene and I realized we've never participated in a readathon that wasn't the one we made. <laughs> yeah, so I had to just go back through my past uh, reading rush slash booktubeathon reads. Yeah. And I picked two for this, once again. I couldn't help but pick two, because one of them was from last year. The other one was from, okay. I think, the first book two-a-thon. I also picked two. Oh, cool. So my 
first new favorite, which I read, I think in 2013 or 2014. And that was The Miseducation of Cameron Post. Nice, by Emily okay. And, Danforth. That's so funny and that, that one was it. like a thick boy. So it was like, you know, crazy that that's I read a, that during a readathon. That's a strange pick for a readathon. I know. But it was summer and it was hot. I remember e- eating it. I was, <laughs> I was reading it, not eating it, for the record. I just remember sitting outside in the hot, hot sun reading this book and it was just like, I have this vivid yeah. memory of that. And I loved it. It's, great. it's such a great book. My second, Do you agree that it's 100 pages too long? I don't remember. <laughs> I feel like I loved it for what it was, but I feel like it's very possible yeah. that it was too yeah. long. Because it was very long for a contemporary. Yeah. It was like Morgan Matson size. And it sometimes was. those are just a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, but my second pick is one that I thought was better than The Miseducation of Cameron Post because it's actually like in my top 10 favorite okay. books. And that was reading Perks last year. Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's so fun. I had already read it three or four times yeah. by the time we reread it last year, but still, that was the best book I read during a readathon, so I had to mention it. I, yeah, I respect that. I thought about that because I've also done a few rereads during mm-hmm. the reading rush or previously booktubeathon. I've read a couple of books where, like, I, re- I know one of year I did Fly on the Wall. Hell oh. yeah. <laughs> Um, and others like that. But the books, I picked two. So I picked one is one that I like. It's not like my favorite book, mm-hmm. but it's one that I really enjoyed. And it's With Malice by Eileen Cook. It's like, I kind of feel controversial recommending that book to people because I don't think that it's like the greatest book of all time yeah. or anything. But I'm like, if you're just kind of looking for a trashy fun time, <laughs> YA style murder mystery kind of thing, like yeah. check it out. It's a fun time. Um, but the other one I picked was from last year, and it's Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me. Yeah. Of course, by Mariko Tamaki. I love that book. And I was like, it's kind of hard to specifically remember what books you read during a readathon, you know? And so when yeah. I was looking back through the videos, I remembered that I'd read that one, yeah. and I was like, oh, I had such a good time with that book. And yeah. it's totally one of my favorite graphic novels, so I think that one. Yeah. All right, we've made it to the end. The final question. The Participation Ribbon. (laughs) (laughs) An underrated book you wish got more attention. What did you pick? So I picked a book that lives in the shadow of another book by the same author. (laughs) And I feel like this book, I think I actually might like it better now that I'm thinking about it. I Am the Messenger by Marcus Dusak. Uh, Well known for his book, Book Thief. (laughs) You may have heard of it. You may have heard of it. Um, (laughs) I Am the Messenger is amazing very different from the book thief and so i feel like i mean and also it obviously hasn't been made into a movie it's not being made into a musical like the book thief is so it's it's underrated (laughs) for sure i know a lot of people have read it but it doesn't get talked about as much and it's fantastic it's about this guy named ed who is a a taxi driver and he's underage he's an underage taxi driver and he witnesses kind of a uh, bank robbery and then all this weird stuff starts happening happening to him afterwards and it's very interesting it's got kind of a puzzle aspect to it a puzzle mystery <laughs> oh it's very interesting very well crafted creative it's unlike any book i've ever read and you I, sound like his agent you're, you're like you're gonna want to buy this one penguin <laughs> i really want people to read this book it's great that's a really good rec um because how like i feel like this is a thing with a lot of authors they have one book that's yeah. really popular and like people who love that author are like but this other it's really good too. Well, the one that I picked is kind of funny and weird, and it's Break and Enter by Nora McClintock. Oh my god! <laughs> Boy, do I ever know too much about this book nowadays. So this uh, this morning, Raylene came into my room, and we were just laying in bed, and I was like, 
I forget how we even got on this topic at all. I have. We were talking about Nancy Drew and old yes. mystery books. I don't we, know why. Something, I forget. Yeah, I, I don't know I how we got on the topic. I literally don't remember. And I think it was because my friend Jacqueline. Somebody posted a picture that had Jacqueline, Nancy Drew in it. Jacqueline yeah. texted. My friend That's Jacqueline texted me and she was like, I'm going to read these books for the reading rush. And I was like, and then we started talking about Nancy Drew. Yeah. And then we started talking about mystery, middle grade mystery. And I was like, this is one of my favorite books. Break and Enter by Nora <laughs> McClintock. I read it when I was in grade school. I must have been like. In grade five or grade six, that for people sense. who don't know the age, that's like grade ten or eleven. What? Yeah, ish. Grade ten. Did I say grade ten? I meant age ten. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> we were small. I'm losing it. Yeah, I was. I was small. Um, and I picked up. I think I read Break and Enter first oh. in this series, which is not the first book in that series, but it's one of those kind of like middle grade books where you don't actually have to read them in yeah. order for them to make sense. Um, and so, yeah, so I read this book, absolutely loved it. And so then I read all the other books in the series and I've reread Break and Enter like so many times. I haven't read it, reread it in like a decade, yeah, of course. but back then I'd read it so many times. And even though, you know, most people listening to this podcast aren't going to be big middle grade people, if you have kids or like a younger sibling or a cousin or something, maybe a niece. Uh, mm. I really recommend checking it out. Break and Enter by Nora McClintock, or just that whole series. It's so fun. It's a series about a girl in high school trying to solve crimes and her dad or her new stepdad is a uh, cop. He's, a, he's an investigative policeman or whatever in Montreal. And um, yeah, it's all set. I think it's, I really remember being it being set in Quebec but also like, like everyone's speaking English. That's not translated. Yeah. I don't know why it's set in Quebec, but there you go. And that's why his name is Levesque. Um, oh, wow. But yeah, anyway, I remember it being so much fun and it is underrated. It's Canadian too, which I'm kind of like, that's probably a big part of why it's not big. Totally. Like that's a big problem. <laughs> Canadian books, nobody knows what they are. Yeah, seriously. Um, so yeah, oh my God, we did it. All right, well, this was really fun, was everyone. Um, hopefully... I don't know. I was going to say, hopefully you're having a good reading rush, but when will this come out? I have literally no idea. Maybe <laughs> it was knows. months ago. Um, I really hope that you do have a good reading rush, though, whenever it is. We've put so much effort into it, and we really are very proud of it. And if you do have a good time, definitely check out our merch, because that's the best way to support the event. We know that not everyone can get merch, um, and that's totally okay, but we, um, it is like, it's so important to us that the event is free. You know, like, obviously, we want the event to be free. I talked to a person once, and because we were like, what should we do to make this event better and like and have more funding for it? And they're like, well, you could charge everyone like a dollar. And I was like, no, <laughs> like idea. even a dollar. I was like, I would never charge people to do this event. And they were like, well, then yeah, you've got to just like do merch. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, totally, you're right. So for the people that can buy it, it's the best way to support the event. Um, but yeah, any any other words to add there, Raylene? <laughs> I don't think so. I was gonna say those words that Dumbledore says when he said he has a few more words, but I can't remember what they are. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening, and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye! Bye!